Hi, welcome to the Vine Church podcast. We've got a great speaker today. Hope you enjoy. Let your word go forth among the nations. Let your voice be heard among the people. May they know our God, the only true God reigns on earth as you reign in heaven. May your church be bold and speak with one voice. May our hearts be strong and never failing. May we know no fear except a whole the nations, let your voice be heard among the people, may they know our God, the only true God reigns on earth as you reign in heaven, may your church be bold and speak with one God's word would go forth to the nations of the world. We're not here to promote one nation, but we are here to promote the nations of the world. We are here to promote the kingdom of God. And this scripture, this is the world. We want to see the world touched and changed, revitalized, equipped by God. Uh, But you know, God asks us, a question, not only today, but continuously. And the question is this. He says, this is a powerful scripture, folks. I also heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, here I am, Lord, send me. And you know that echoes through the years and it echoes into this building today. And that same question that God asked of Isaiah, 
he asks of you and me. He says, who's going to go for us? Who will I send? And I do trust that today as we speak, something of the conviction of the Holy Spirit will be on your heart and that you will say to God, Lord, here I am, send me to wherever it is that you want me uh, to go. Can I suggest that this scripture is not for the evangelist only. It's not for the preacher only. It's not for the teacher only. But it's for me and it's for you. It's for whoever you are. It's wherever you, you are in life. You know, God is looking for someone who will go somewhere and dig a hole. Oh, but that's not the kingdom work. But it is. Because you can dig a hole and someone will come and say, Hey, what are you digging that hole for? You can say to them, Because Jesus told me to. Jesus told me to come here and help you dig these holes. Paint a classroom in a school somewhere. Why are you doing that? Because the love of God compels me to do it. I left my home and I came here to paint a wall on a classroom in a school. God's looking for you to do that. He's looking for us to be a voice to the nations of the world. So don't think that you have to be an evangelist, that you have to be a teacher, that you have to be a preacher, that you have to be someone special because you already are that person who is special. Because you're special in God's sight. We all are. God has a plan and a purpose for each of our lives. Believe me. In 1992, God called me to Uganda. It was a great experience for me. Um, I cried for two days. I, I, I was a mess. I, I really just felt so captured by God in a way in which I had never been in the whole of my life. And possibly I've never been again since the same way. But God called me to Uganda, and over the years, I, I got involved with so many things in Uganda, um, some good, <laughs> some bad, and some ugly. But we got involved because we felt a call of God to do something that was more than just stand at home and think about going. Uh, we uh, responded to, similar to Dave coming up today, we, we responded to something like that and said, okay, I'll go, I'll, I'll gather a thousand pounds together and uh, I'll, I'll go. Um, things really began to happen for me as regards wells. Uh, I read an article and it was entitled, One Well is Never Enough. And when I read that, I thought, Lord, I just feel a conviction here. I feel something that you're saying that goes beyond my intellect. What is it? Um, and it was really just simply, one well was never enough. That when you dig one well, when you supply money for one well, great rejoicing because a community has received that water and that's worth celebrating. But as soon as we dig a well, we realize of the need is so great. And so uh, in about 2013, I got really serious about uh, digging uh, wells. And uh, I, I did some research. I, I, um, in fact, even before that, in 2012, I did some research for about a year. How much does a well cost? What is the material that you need? How do you get there? How do you do this, this, and this? 
And then I went out for a, a period of two or three weeks to Uganda and did some traveling, met with a whole lot of people who promised to do the best job. And eventually we came up with a system of digging a well that would be simple yet effective, uh, cost-effective as well, uh, because some people were asking silly money to dig a well, others were asking for so little you thought, what are you going to get here, you know? But we came with a, a, a system that we felt comfortable with, and we continue to use that system today to dig wells. We made a decision that we would only be involved with digging shallow wells, which is wells that only go down about seven meters or so, uh, because we wanted to take the technology that we had to rural places, to inaccessible areas, uh, and, and you really just can't get a digging uh, machine up there, you know, a rig, you can't do it. It's all manual work that, that, that we're involved with. And so that is the type of work that we began. It's a type of work that we continue. But the reason that we do what we do is for two reasons. We want to dig wells because it is every human being's right to drink water that won't kill them. Did you hear that? that every human being on this plant, uh, planet is entitled to drink water that will not cause them to be ill and possibly die. So that was reason one. We want to dig wells for people to drink fresh water. The second reason that we want to dig wells is that we want to introduce the people that have now got the well to the thirst quencher. Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. That's the two things that we want to do, dig wells and introduce people to Jesus. On every well that we dig, we insert one of these uh, sticky labels and uh, we just say that the well was sponsored by Wells for Uganda H2O, is who we are, that's our name. And then we donate it to the community. And then the scripture. Jesus on the last day of the festival stood up and cried out, Is there anyone who is thirsty? Come on unto me and drink. And out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Do you get excited when you hear that scripture? I certainly do, because you see, we want to see rivers of living water flow from people's lives. We don't want just to give them natural water, we do, but we want to see them receive the spiritual water, the life-giving water, the water that will actually give them a purpose for life. And uh, we're going to give you some testimony in a moment about the fact that we have seen this very thing happen, that we've seen the wells, but we've seen the gospel, and we've seen the response to the gospel, uh, which is fantastic. In Uganda, we have uh, two men on the ground who are doing the hard work uh, of planning, of purchasing, of gathering workers together, of making sure that all that we might need is in place so that we can actually uh, dig these wells. Uh, one of these men stands beside me, my friend uh, and my brother Daniel, and he has been involved uh, with me uh, for the last 
coming to five years, he, he's been there, he's been a faithful man, he is a faithful man, he, he is committed. I, I don't think I've really met a Ugandan man that is as committed as Daniel is. He is such a sincere person. He is full of the integrity of God. He is spiritual. He is a prayer warrior. He loves God with all of his heart. But we have more than Daniel. Godfrey is an engineer equipped to dig these wells. And he employs local labor to help dig the whales, which has been priority for us so we can give local people a chance to work and get some income. We want the community to take ownership of the whale. Therefore, we ask the, that the owner of the land give a commitment in writing that they are willing to give this land for the benefit of the community. Why we do this, we don't want after we are done with donating the well, this well to be owned by only one person or restrict other people to come and access clean water. So we make sure the land is given voluntary in writing. We have this document in our file so that if in case any wrangle arises within the community, we can get the document and say, no, this land was commuted and was given for the benefit of the community. Once we have established and agreed that um, a local community well committee and the ongoing involvement and maintenance of the wells, we dedicate and hand over the well to them for their continued involvement. After all this work is done, we are not there to continue managing the well. This is the type of lifted, uh, uh, this is the type of the pump, India Mark II. This type of the pump lifted not rocket science, but when installed and maintained correctly, it is very effective in drawing water from the ground. Water is basic need for every human on planet Earth. So just watch that video. We have been using the dirty water. At least now we have the good water. We appreciate very much. We hope that you also continue assisting the other community and like in such a facilities. Thank you very much. Okay. So that's a testimony from one of the community members appreciating the clean water being received in the community and he's grateful to God. Uh, this world here serves over 2,000 members accessing uh, clean water from this unit here. So we're grateful to God for his faithfulness. Thank you, Jesus, for continued provision of finances. Have this clean water here. God bless all the donors that have given generously to make this work a success. We are glad to report that um, 
at the dedication of some wells, people who have heard the gospel have responded and accepted Jesus Christ, our Savior. We, receive, we received a report recently from Pastor Emmanuel Sande. He's a church pastor in one part of Uganda in Boyogere, and a good friend who gave the land for the benefit of the community to get clean water. That some people, when they heard that a well had been supplied because of God's love for their community, they came back to church and returned to God as they saw that God had not give, forgotten them. Hallelujah. I mean, when we hear such a testimonies, uh, personally, I feel so excited that uh, people can discover that God still loves them. He has not forgotten them. He's restoring their faith. Some communities think they are abandoned, and that's why they're taking dirty water. That's why they're getting a lot of diseases from dirty water. But when God speaks to you guys, to us, and provides finances, they have water. They realize that God has not forgotten them, and he's still there to provide clean water. So we feel so excited to hear testimonies about that. Unfortunately, children are dying all over Uganda every day due to lack of safe drinking water. Every day, more than 3,000 children in Africa can die due to the horror caused by drinking dirty water. These deaths are, so, are preventable with the provision of safe drinking water. We continue to reduce the above figure by supplying safe water through digging wells in communities within Uganda. It takes 2,000 pounds to, com uh, to complete each well, and it will supply enough water for 150 to 2,000 households. When you consider each household in Africa, we have 7 to 10 people living within, within it. We are looking at between 1,000 and 2,000 people who are able to drink from this safe water. Fantastic value for only 2,000 pounds. Matthew chapter 20, verse 40 reads, And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, say to you, Inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Hallelujah. When you respond to God and one community receives water, you have done this to Christ. Thank you very much. well documented uh, in various places about uh, diseases that you can find uh, in uh, water, especially open source water, which is very common in Uganda. Uh, and it's, it's there, it's in that place that uh, people are going to draw their water uh, and they're going to have to drink it, whether they want to or not. 
you know, it's a terrible situation. They are going to die if they don't drink the water. They're going to die possibly if they do drink the water. The choice there is that is the choice. There is very little other choices than that. And um, the conditions of water, see it to believe it. Okay, so we've reached the site. And I just wanted, first of all, of course, to show where the people have been coming to to throw the water. And this is the open source of water. You can see it. It really isn't at all inviting, rather cloudy, milky kind of colour. <sighs> Revolting, really. But anyway, oh, there was a butterfly flying by. Anyway, from here, we have been able to dig this well here, which helps to filter through uh, the water and brings out the waters to a, a more pure uh, state. Uh, Godfrey and his team here are beginning to test the pump to see that it's working okay. They started uh, the work here on Thursday, and uh, here we are Friday, and the work is not complete, but uh, just on its completion stages. So it's really good news uh, that one pump is done, the first of two that we want to do uh, right now. The second pump they're going to start on Monday. So there it is there. Fantastic. Really good. So that's the guys busy at work, and I know that they're very good, and you'll have possibly heard there that I said they started on Thursday and finished on Friday. Wow, what workers they are. I would actually just let you know that it, they started on Thursday, and it was a week on the Friday before they actually finished the work. So, uh, you know, um, I'm a man who believes in miracles, uh, and maybe one day we will actually see a well being dug in a day. A nation can be changed in a day, the Bible tells me, so surely we can dig a well in a day. Wouldn't we like to see a nation uh, change in a day, the nation of Scotland, for a start? Yeah? But the gospel needs to go forth, even here. There needs to be people who will answer the call to God who says, who will I send? Who will go for me? Well, we've got to go to Scotland, haven't we? We have to be people who will stand up and do something in Scotland as well as somewhere else. It's exciting to go somewhere else. But, you know, God wants us here too. He wants us to do His work, the work that He's called us uh, to do in this place. As we've seen, the water conditions are really quite foul. And this is a great example. I mean, here's two test tubes and you can just but imagine how many bacteria is in that uh, test tube. And if it were that you had the choice of these two test tubes to drink, it's simple. Which one would you choose? And we keep saying, well, some people don't have that choice. They can only take what is already there. Um, but you know, We're making a difference. When I started to dig wells, I thought maybe one, maybe two possibly. We then had some faith, maybe for four or five. 
But, you know, over that period that we've been involved, we've been able to dig 20 wells now. And I love to say that God is good all the time. And all the time, amen. He is, because we have made it a policy, if you want, that we will not dig a well until we have the money to dig the well. We will not make a promise to someone. We'll come to your place. We'll dig a well. One month, two months, a year passes, two years passes. Yes, yes, we're going to come. No, we would rather say, in God's time, we will tell you when we can get back to you. We gather the funds together, and then we organize the team. We organize Godfrey. Daniel does all the legwork. I just, I just stay at home <laughs> and send the money by uh, Western Union. That's about all I do. No, I don't. But um, that is what we do. We gather the money together, and then we send it forth uh, to um, Uganda. One of the times I was out, we visited one of the places that we had uh, dug us a, a well, and it was on the grounds of a school. And uh, the, the school, and we'll see the clip just in a moment, but the, the, the name of the school is Bright F Future. Bright F F Future. And uh, I thought, you know, God is so good that God knows the plans He has. He's got the plans for a bright future for people. And when we dug this well, we received a letter. Uh, from that community, especially from the headmaster of the school that the, the, the well is cited. It was so moving. It was genuinely heartfelt. He, he, he couldn't believe the goodness of God that that well would be dug in that place. He wasn't talking for himself. He was talking on behalf of the children that he has responsibility for. I should have brought that copy of the letter just to, to leave it for people to look at, but it was so moving, so wonderful, just a letter of appreciation. It means so much, and uh, here is the school, or here is the well at the school. It's really next door to a school which is called Bright Future. And uh, we've seen some of the children here, and so they've come to get a video and a photograph taken, and they're collecting some water for the school. Uh, the condition of the pump after having been installed in October is in very good condition, uh, and all around it, too, has been well maintained. And it's one of the things that we hope that will happen with each of the wells, that the community will really take responsibility uh, and look after the well. So, uh, and this one is very encouraging indeed. So, so we want to continue to dig wells, and I keep telling everyone that it costs £2,000 to do this job, and we are always looking for contributions financially, either for a full well, 2000 or whatever you can afford. Always get in touch and let me know. Thank you so much. So God is definitely looking for his church to go somewhere, to do something, to be a difference, to make a difference, to, do you know this? You know what God wants of us? He wants of us to enter into partnership with him for an adventure. Because it is an adventure. 
you know, Uganda, Haiti, India, Hawaii. I mean, who wants to go to Hawaii? Nobody. But, um, but God might call someone to go to Hawaii, to wear a grass skirt, Alan. And, uh, you know, you, you just don't know where God is going to call you, but he is looking for us to answer that call. Who will I send and who will go for us? Maybe even now you're beginning to feel a bit odd and a bit peculiar and a bit hot and a bit uh, uncomfortable. Maybe God might be speaking to you again. Possibly he's spoken in the past about going somewhere and you've said, yes, when I am able to. Well, today is the day that you're able to answer his call. And uh, we're going to give an opportunity for that to happen just in a little minute. But when we dig a well and we've uh, come to the conclusion of that well, it's producing the water that we want it to produce, that the, the engineer has tested it and the volume of water is correct, we then say to that community, we now are handing this well to you for your safekeeping for you to maintain this well. We have trained them on the mechanics of the well. We leave them with a spanner that they might be able to dismantle the, the areas that are likely to need some maintenance. And then we say, we step back from this now. We don't continually put money into the, the, the project. We, we expect that community uh, committee to raise enough money because it doesn't take a lot just a few shillings, uh, to maintain the, the well. And then we um, depart. We, we don't sever. I mean, we've still got contact, Daniel, with the pastors of the local area. We, we hear and we get reports, but we're not prepared to be the ones that would continually have to be paying. We've already fulfilled, we believe, the calling that God has made on our lives to that, to dig the well. And this uh, final clip, in a sense, explains, or at least I explain on that clip, part of the reason that I do what I do. Oh, not that one. Sorry. Okay, so we're digging wells here to supply water. And part of the reason is that someone told me many years ago, don't go into a country and think that you can just go and preach the gospel preach the gospel, preach the gospel, and then leave the people with an empty stomach, or leave the people thirsty. Go in, supply food, supply water, give people what they need to sustain their physical life, and then we have an opportunity to tell the people about the one who can sustain their spiritual life. Jesus himself told us that if anyone is thirsty, come to him and drink. It is Jesus that we ultimately want people to hear about, but a vehicle is a well. The vehicle right now is water in this place. And so I'm glad to have had a small part to play in this region called Rakai in Uganda, where we've been able to dig four wells. But it's this man here, Pastor Jeffrey, who is left with the evangelistic work it is him and his team who have got the opportunity now to tell the people the well is here because of who God is, 
because God loves you so much, so much. And so I now leave the wells here. I have no more responsibilities. The responsibility is for the people that are left behind, for the maintenance of the wells, but also to tell the people the good news, that Jesus is alive today. He's living in the hearts of ordinary people. He wants to touch and change many, many people. Amen. Thank Amen. you very much. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So what we've seen and heard and observed this morning has been the past. And the past is past. So what of the future? Well, the future remains the same as the past. The need is there. The call is still there. God is still on his throne. God still says the same things. God is still calling his church to make a difference. God is still involved in our lives. God is the equipper. It's, uh, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so whatever God did in the past, whatever he's doing today, he's wanting to do in the future. The only difference, I, th I think, is he wants to do more of what he's already done. I'm going to finish, but we are going to pray for you, for us. We're going to pray over you. We're going to pray that God would either convict our hearts where we've in the past made a commitment but haven't fulfilled it. By that I mean maybe going on a mission or giving to a mission or something of that nature. And uh, what I would like to do, I'll indulge you for one more minute. I just want you to sit where you are. don't want you to stand at this moment in time. But what I do ask you to do, I'm going to ask Daniel to pray over us to pray a prayer uh, as he feels led in Lugandan, in his language. And we're going to trust the Holy Spirit to bring conviction into our hearts because possibly all of us, maybe all of us, won't understand a word of the prayer. But we are going to have to then listen to the Holy Spirit. Isn't it good that we have to then listen to the Holy Spirit? And as we do listen to the Holy Spirit, and if the Holy Spirit does speak to you as an individual and say, yes, I want you to respond to the thing that I called you to do in the past or even today, then I want you to stand. Okay. And then we'll finish with a final prayer. Is that okay? Perfect. Thank you very much, my brother, for taking us through this the pastor who has welcomed us to this church. We are so humbled. The congregation before us, I feel so excited. Greetings from my wife, Bonnie, and my four handsome and beautiful children. Thank you very much, Pastor Ed Mama Trina, that contributed towards my ticket, my return ticket to be here. We shall bow humble ourselves and pray. As he has said, I'm going to use a strange language. I'll not use English, but we trust the Holy Spirit will interpret and he will do as he wishes. Jita fomulonji tuagala kugulumiza ulna kuluwa lelo kumachakono. Tukwebaza mkama kubango 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 tukwebaza mkama k
Ebigambe byafe bibuze kitafe okyoseno yogere eri abantu bomukama bafe. Omulimo gusigadde tata kitange nanyi libo yinja kugoguli mikono jo. Fete tunyinda kyesola kokolanga toli wote kitange nanyi libo yinja. Mukusaba nkwebaza olwa abantu bano nkwebaza olwenkulukungana nolu wano nanyi libo yinja. Mukusaba demwe sala ya buli muntu atudde wano se kinomu. Buli omwa ino buzibu bwe mukama nanyi libo yinja. Naye tukukobolo choba kwate ko mukama obasomulule mbuzibu bwe bayina bonnene nanyi libo yinja. Ono ogabirira omulimo guno mukama ono ogabirira omulimo guno nanyi libo yinja. Kubango yogira mu kigambo choti oye yatandi ko mulimo mulunji mufe ajagumaliza kuna kula mukama wa Yesu Kristo. Mukusaba yogira ne sikino mwali wano. Bajja kuwa ensimbi okulaba abantu bo mu Uganda Nibuinza, Bafuna Maja, Amaza Mayonjo, or Jabasinika Mugwanga Genjaulu, or spreading a Chigambojo, or Kogirama Ulia Malunji, Jetuida Gospel Nibuinza, to Quavas a Chitafe, to Quavas an Anibuinza, Wanga Singat Sikwetat and Iwiza at Wali Badeo, to Quavas at Tweanza and Anibuinza, Kuanga at Novaksaba, or Red Vazemu de Salas of Fenanibuinza, Boto Yogera Matayo Musavu Musanfu, Nti Ayagala in Na, Asavana Weber, Weber Lechitafe, Kuango Badewana Gatuna Tuka, to Sabiro Musumbo Wakaniseno. Tusabira musumba ne mchalawe nobuereza wanu kama tukusaba kugabirizi bagabirira nanyi buyinzo mulimoge ne maso injiri enabuliwe gwanga lyonna abantu bana chuta bana dewuwo bana imirira bana wayo mchulizi mukama ro mulimo mulunji gonobokoze mugwanga lino nanyi buyinja bana fibe tulese mu Uganda nanyi buyinja tusaba bakwatako sawo yogirira bo mukama wafe basumulule basumulo kulaba bulunji boina mbulamo bafe nanyi buyinja ekiti wale tendo tubikudiza tukwasona ku lunolwalero olemiro kitukero kola ekisigadde maso nanyi buyinja oja ku Nafe, Kalisa, you can again our Congress Kali Rom Nafe, Ojakuberio, Ojakogeria Bantu, Chicamba Joksonua, Ojaksumulava to Chicamba Joksonua, to Savianga Twitter with Yas Christum Kamafe, Amina. So, Father, we thank you today that you're a God who calls us not one time but you continually call us into the work of your kingdom, both here and into the nations of the world. And Father, I thank you that there is enough of the world for all of us. There are places for us all to go. There are things for us all to do. May it be, Father, that we would respond to the call that you put upon our lives, that you might be glorified and honored through our going through our being involved with the things that are on your heart for the glory of your name in Jesus. Amen. Oh wow, put your hands together. Let's thank these guys. Wasn't that amazing? Amazing. Daniel, let me just ask you a question. Um, Daniel has four beautiful children. His wife's called Bonnie. <laughs> now, come on, if that's not a connection uh, from God, what is the Bonnie Bonnie Banks of Loch Lomond? Um, and, you know, Bonnie means beautiful. And um, God's calling upon Daniel and the churches to bring human flourishing to the world, to make the world Bonnie, to bring, to bring beauty and flourishing to the earth because that's what God did when he created the world and our job is to bring new creation we are new creations God's wanting to make us more bonny <laughs> and uh, Daniel is a school teacher but he told me that um, something happened and I wonder if you would just share that Daniel just for a second um, about you're no longer the, a school teacher you're now a headmaster 
Could you tell us about that? Just you, you, you explained something of how that happened and just what God taught you through that. Thank you very much, Pastor. Um, for this privilege, Daniel is a young man of only 33 years who comes from a village. But I'm humbled to share a testimony about God's faithfulness. I came to Kampala in 2013 as an ordinary teacher. I've seen one of my colleagues here. She's a teacher that has been commissioned to go to another area. And I'm humbled to, 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 to see you here. Um, because of God's faithfulness, I was promoted to deputy head teacher after one year. God was before me. He showered me with his blessings. He gave me favor. At the beginning of this year, I was promoted from deputyship to head teacher. I mean, it was too much for me. I shared with Mama Trina, Pastor Ed, and it's not because I'm very clever. It's not because I'm very strong. It's not because I'm old enough, but I just glorify God for this. The school in which I am has 800 children. It's a primary school and about 40 workers, 30 teachers and um, the support staff which includes the drivers, the cleaners, uh, the matrons and others. But they sit as you're seated and listen to me when I'm presiding over a meeting. On top of that, the director, the owner of the school is not a born again Christian. He's an Anglican, but he allows us to have an altar in the school. He allows me to preach to the children. He allows us to invite Christian pastors to come and talk to the children and, and the workers. And we've seen miraculous things happening. I mean, God is so faithful. I do a lot of things. They allow me to go out to these communities out of Kampala and oversee the work of the well. I get involved in buying equipment because, as we know, the Bible says we are stewards. We must make sure that finances are spent accordingly. We don't want to waste any, any finance. So, thank you very much, Pastor. But I just glorify God for his faithfulness. You know, yeah, Daniel represents Daniel in the Bible, isn't it? We see that when God is with you, it's God that brings promotion. And we know that part of our vision is to be called uh, to rise in the mountains of influence. And education is one of them. And the call of the church is to go into the darkness. And without contact, there can be no impact. And we want the teachers to become all that God has called them to be. And to raise us to the, the place of influence over 600 children. And because of that, he's opening the doors to the good news and the kingdom coming into that school. And many children are going to come up out of that school and spread across the world having been raised with this. We see the vision of God in Daniel, don't we? We see our call. Our call is that we have to be all that God has called us to be. And he's not even stopping there. He's got four children and he's involved in this, this wells for Uganda. Isn't that wonderful? Let's praise God for that. Thank you so much, Daniel, for your testimony. Let that be an encouragement. Let that be an encouragement to you. God has called you to be all that he wants you to be, to raise into your spheres of influence and to impact and to bring Bonnie, to make your place Bonnie, yeah. <laughs> to bring human flourishing to your workplace. So if you want to contribute, there are envelopes and uh, 
we'll have the offering team just pass the buckets around. You can pop that in or you can see it Eddie at any point and donate to that. As a church, you're giving. We, we uh, use part of that to bless projects and as elders and trustees, we're going to do that. So we're going to contribute of the money you've already given anyway towards this. They have £3,000 in the bank at the moment, which is enough for one and a half wells. Wouldn't it be great if we could uh, just complete that up to two wells today? So if you, yeah, the offering team could just pass those buckets around. You can pop your envelopes in or you can see it at any point. So what a wonderful day. And just thank you so much, Daniel and Eddie, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hearing the call and responding and not stopping. And just say, you know what? I'm just going to kick back now. My job's done and I'm just going to travel the world for my own purposes. But he's continuing to hear the call of God upon his life. Wow. Here I am, God. Send me. Let's stand. We're going to finish in a song. George, you just choose whatever song. We're going to finish in a song of worship. Tonight, 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock. Come and join us.